AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You're listening to Comedy Central. And I'll be honest with y'all, I'm nervous <laughs> that I might crush this too hard, okay? I'm going to crush this too hard and make the world incredibly jealous. Oh! Now, we've got a great show for you tonight. My guest tonight is the winner of season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Sasha Colby is here! a lot to talk about. So let's get into these headlines. Let's kick things off with a big sports comeback story. And I'm talking about a real comeback. None of this, we were shit for 20 years, but now we're in the playoffs bullshit. You know what, call me when you get a ring, okay? I'm talking about the woman who came back from a Russian gulag, Brittany Griner. The WNBA star is now saying that after what happened in Russia, she is never playing overseas again. And I feel you, sis. If that shit happened to me, forget overseas. I wouldn't play basketball anywhere. (laughs) Not in America, not in my backyard. I wouldn't even watch basketball. I've become the first black woman to watch hockey. I mean, really, think about what she went through. She went to Russia to play basketball, and she ended up in jail. Staying out of jail is the reason black people started playing basketball in the first place. I don't even know if we like it. Bouncing a ball like a child, running around back and forth. Oh, it's exhausting. I don't even sound like a real job. And I'm supposed to watch this? Plus, the shorts are way too long now. I mean, what happened to them nice little Wilt Chamberlain shorts? You know, I'm trying to see if a man is circumcised. <laughs> I mean, 
make sure she can see his heartbeat. <laughs> and so I understand where you're coming from, Brittany. And I know people are saying, how can she never travel again? And those people are white. <laughs> white people always do this. A shark will bite off their whole arm and it'll be like, I'm going back in the ocean or the shark wins. <laughs> Bitch, the shark already won. <laughs> it is swimming around slapping other sharks with your arm. <laughs> but let's move on to another accomplished black woman, Cleopatra. And don't tell me she wasn't black. I'm already hearing enough of that from Egypt. Well, the folks in Egypt are accusing Netflix of misrepresenting history in Netflix's new docuseries called Queen Cleopatra. Yeah, the country is actually criticizing the decision to cast a black woman to play the title role in series reenactments. Netflix says the casting decision was intended to acknowledge the centuries-long conversation about the ruler's race and the multicultural history of Egypt. But officials in Cairo are calling it a blatant historical fallacy, claiming that Cleopatra was fair-skinned and of Greek descent. Oh, okay. Egypt is concerned about historical accuracy. I didn't hear you complaining when all the mummy movies came out. <laughs> what are you talking about? We got mummies coming back from the dead, chasing Brendan Fraser, and y'all don't have a problem. And then a black woman plays Cleopatra, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 that didn't happen, that didn't happen, no. The mummy, that was real, this, uh-huh. Like, what are the Egyptians so afraid of? You think Cleopatra is gonna turn your history into a black exploitation film? You think she's gonna be cruising down the Nile in a Cadillac yelling, freeze, jive, turkeys, this is my pyramid now. <laughs> so, okay, you can have Cleopatra, but then we get Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's only fair. We all know Jesus was black because he was found guilty in court. <laughs> And he did nothing wrong! <laughs> and since we're talking about representation, let's talk about what mermaids really look like. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Miss Haley. No, there's a new controversy about a statue that some people say is too damn sexy. <laughs> I mean, look at that thing. <laughs> you got Mermaid the Stallion over here. This is the first statue, every time you walk up, it plays body yaddy 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 Now, look, if you want to give me a mermaid with some big old titties, that's fine with me. But where it gets confusing is that ass. Come on, we all know fish don't have an ass. It almost feel like the sculptor figured out too late that he couldn't do legs. <laughs> he messed them up so bad, he had to just pivot it to a mermaid on the fly. <laughs> and that's just not any ass. That mermaid is working with certified cakes. You hear me? <laughs> I'm talking full bakeries, all right? Even Sir Mix-a-Lot is like, you know what? This is too far for me. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to see more of the young ladies, you can check out her account on OnlyFans. <laughs> so that mermaid
Mermaid Story was for the men out there, but I got a little something for the ladies. Yes, this is what it looks like. An iceberg just off the coast of Harbor Grace, Newfoundland with a very particular shape. I've personally never seen anything like it. From the right angle, it appears to uh, replicate certain body parts from a male. It looks like it's like 50 feet tall. By far, it's the biggest I've seen. It definitely looks like what people are saying, almost a little bit too graphic. It's a very large male yeah. member. There's no mistaking that's what it looks like. I'm not sure if we can say this on the air, but I'm going to. It looks like a penis. <laughs> She did. Now see, that's the real North Pole right there. If this is what it looks like when it's cold, ooh, I wanna see it when it's warmed up. Just the tip of the iceberg has a whole new meaning. Now, listen, I know what some of y'all are thinking, but if you stretch first, you'll be fine. Now, you see why we can't be making these mermaid statues? I mean. The Earth got one look at that mermaid, and look what happened! <laughs> Body! And finally, we all know social media is a big part of our lives. Many of us are watching this on social media right now. Thank you. Follow me. <laughs> but we also know that social media can be very destructive for young people. You know, the youth but maybe not for long. A bipartisan team of senators are eyeing a social media ban for kids 13 and under. It's called the Protecting Kids on Social Media Act and would set a minimum age to use apps like Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Their bill sets age 13 as the legal minimum for social media platforms, requiring companies to conduct more rigorous verification. Teens under 18 would need verified parental consent to sign up for an account. And platforms would be prohibited from using algorithms to target content to minors. Yes! Get these kids off social media! And none of this bullshit where they can get their parents' permission. That just makes the cyberbullying worse. Because now when Jessica calls you a bitch, you know her mom and her dad signed off on it. <laughs> that girl whole family is coming for your ass. Now, for more, we're joined by one of my favorite people, fresh off, fresh off hosting the White House Correspondents' Dinner, Uncle Roy Wood Jr. Hello, Dulce. I like the colors. Thank you so much. Like Thank you so much. <laughs> now, you agree with me, Roy. We got to get these kids off that social media. Well, you're crazy. Social media needs to be mandatory for kids. Keep them distracted on their phones. I want these kids out on the street talking to me, making me feel old. You trying to walk past these kids and then they start complimenting you on your shoes, but I don't know the street name of these shoes. Yo, OG, I see you cop the Scooby-Doo Green Goblins. What is your ass talking about? Did you just ask me for drugs? Just say nice sneakers. You about need to get the hell away from me, hell. I ain't one of your little friends. You need to go home and bite down on one of them Tide Pods. I'm tired of They okay. still eat the Tide Pods. I mean, listen, I hear they're delicious. Yeah. Listen. Roy, you have a child. Mm -hmm. Do you want him on social media? You damn straight I want him on social media. I got to think about his future. 
after AI and ChatGPT take over, being an influencer is going to be the only job left. In fact, in fact, when I catch my kid doing geometry homework, I go, well, boy, if you don't go get in front of that computer, set up a ring light and start selling that flat tummy teeth. We got to get these views up, boy. And, 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 and you know what else? What else don't say? Like, instead of banning kids from social media, the people you really got to ban is all them booty models. That's who you got to ban. How, how am I supposed to be faithful when I ain't seen a woman's face in six months? I shouldn't be able to recognize a woman by a booty crack, but I can. See, this is what I'm talking about. We're all too immature for social media. Not just the kids, everyone should be banned. Hell, ban me! Do you know how productive I'd be if I didn't have social media? I'd be Oprah. A billionaire telling white women what to read. Oh! The power, Roy! The power! Do you understand if I could just get these white women to read these books, I could have so much... Roy! Roy! Hi! We're working. What What are you doing? Did you know mermaids got ass now? Oh, my God. Look at this statue. Look at this statue. I'm gonna support her career. I'm gonna follow her real quick. You need to follow these mermaids. Roy Wood Jr., everybody. We're gonna take a break, but when we come back, I go surfing, for real. You don't wanna miss it! AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. do and don't do, but tonight I break down one of those stereotypes in another episode of We Don't Do That! I'm skeptical, but apparently black folks have been surfing for at least 50 years. That's gotta count for something. So I'm getting wet suited up and letting Lou Harris teach me how to surf in Queens. Now this is a surfboard here, nine foot now, it's not dirty. This is the wax. This is going to help you stick to it. He's using a lot of words for one little surfboard. I hope he knows I'm not going to remember any of this. We're going to teach you the pop-up. Okay. The pop-up is a push-up, and then you jump to your feet. Push-up. Push-up, I know. But I do push-ups with my knees. 
And you can do like they taught me in high school. Caramel, come here. Show her what a perfect pop-up is. Okay, let's do it. All right, young lady. Paddle, paddle, paddle. Pop up. Okay, did you see at one point all of her body was in the air? Yes. You show me. So, I need somebody who remembers the Clinton administration to show me I'm how to 50, do this. With two bad knees. Okay, so maybe he really does know what he's doing, but I can't understand why. Who would do this on purpose? There was a fire in Coney Island, and that was starting by, at, at the time he was 13 years old, his name was Marcel Dockery, and he uh, lit a mattress on, on fire in the basement. And coincidentally, the police officer who died from that fire, he was from Rockaway. Like, we had his funeral here. And when the police asked the kid why he did it, he said he was bored. I didn't mean for the whole fire to come. Just for a second, just because I was bored. Like, just wanted something to do instead of sitting in the hallway. So that, like, that really tripped me out. And I was thinking, if this kid had activity, then maybe this officer would be alive. So I reached out to the BSA in California and told them about the tragedy. And, that, and that's how it started, just like that. What made you pick surfing as the thing that the little black children should be doing? Because they don't do it here. Not just black kids, this is open to white kids, Asian, Muslim, gay, straight, I don't care who you are. If your parents can't afford surf lessons, I'll, I'll teach you for free. Aw, look at Lou running his own United Nations of surfing. Uh, this is a hate crime. So, very simple, we're gonna do this one, two, three. Push up. Push up. This knee's gonna come first. Here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, now bring that left. Yeah, uh-huh. Right there. And I don't care how your feet look. I'm gonna drown. But no, 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 you're fine. Look, it's no tide. It's like two foot of water right there. We're good money. We're good. I got you. We're good. You can die in three inches of water. All right, listen, I'm, I'm 50. I've been swimming 45 years. I got you. This is my backyard. I got you. I got to do I'll this. take a you bullet for you today. Care, I got you. Let's go. You don't need to take a bullet. You need to take the ocean. Like most black people in the 70s, Lou's parents didn't know how to swim but they made sure that he and his twin brother could and got the boys swimming lessons at an early age. Didn't they see the movie, John? We have this segment on the show called We Don't Do That because there's a lot of stuff we don't do, but I think we don't know sometimes why we don't do it. A lot of black people, since you know the segregation of pools didn't have the same opportunity as white kids here. People think black people are scared of water. We're not scared of water. We're only scared of water because we can't swim. Yeah, and we can't swim because we didn't have the same opportunity, exactly. When those pools were open for white people, we weren't allowed. That's one thing about the white people that live here. They never bothered me, never said anything derogatory, nasty me about me, me surfing. It's my black brothers and sisters. They're the ones that, yo, black people don't surf, man. Black people don't surf. What you doing with that surfboard? Listen, I was a, a Maroon 5 fan, and we had to figure out how to listen to that. And black people accepted them. This man really believes that I can do this. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to prove him wrong. Have you seen the ocean? Do you see these waves? When I get in the water, the goal is to not meet Jesus. Maybe if I learn how to surf, then I can like float out to a man who owns a yacht, maybe. <sighs> All right, let's do this. I'm gonna have the kids go out first, okay? But they know what they're doing. Don't say because they kids. <laughs> I'm supposed to feel better. Turns out there's money out here for the young black surfers. Blue has sponsors like Fans, Red Bull, and the Black Surfers Association. I need to get better at this pop-up. Red Bull will call me and say, Lou, we got $8,000 to blow. Go find a surf shop here. They can't drink it, right? No, no, Red Bull bought us $8,000 worth of surfboards for the kids. Okay, yeah. I thought you had $8,000 yeah. worth of Red Bull. And I was like, that sounds like a great night. At college, yes, but a 12-year-old with Red Bull? Oh, that'll stunt your growth. I don't know that, don't sue me, Red Bull. I'm just saying, I don't think we can get, you can't give energy drinks to children. Okay, moment of truth. If I don't make it, tell my mama I love her. 
listen, you never know, like when you're out here on your own, just working like dudes, just think just by yourself, you know, you never know what you can achieve with just a few lessons and absolutely no help at all. Um, it's like, sorry, can you back up just a little bit? Perfect, thank you. So like when no one ever helps you, like when you've done everything on your own and just really worked hard, like wow. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Legendary drag performer and recent winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Please welcome the goddess, the queen herself, Sasha Colby! admit when it just came up on the screen I almost teared up and I was like no you have makeup on don't do it don't do it because no one's going to bring you any tissue listen I'm so excited for you America's next drag superstar congratulations to Sasha Colby now tell me you're in your winning era definitely definitely and early I was at the Sasha Colby meet and greet period <laughs> And if you weren't watching the show and don't catch that, you need to get your life together. How does it feel? Oh, my goodness. It's two weeks since I won. And it's, like, still, like, integrating in me. Like, I, I, I haven't realized that I actually won the big one. Like, I caught the biggest fish that you could. And um, It hasn't clicked yet. Yeah, no, like, it'll be random. I'll be, like, on a plane. I'll be, like, oh, I did it. Like, I won the whole thing. <laughs> Someone asked me uh, yesterday, they're like, so how does it feel to be hosting a daily show? And it didn't click for me until about 4 p.m. yesterday. Because I've been like moving and I was like. The time delay. The time delay. <laughs> and I was like, 
oh shit, I'm hosting a daily show. <laughs> so I know exactly how you feel because yeah. when I got here, I was like, they're asking me all these questions. I'm like, oh shit, I'm hosting a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to know the answer. I'm supposed yeah. to know the answer to these questions. So it's like, listen, now I know the running joke we told y'all was the Sasha Colby meet and greet. Mm -hmm. Now, what's it like competing as a queen who was already legendary before she got on the show? Because you are a legend. And you have to appreciate you know, her as a legend. Goddess, goddess sees goddess. <laughs> greatness sees greatness. Blessings Absolutely. sees blessings. You Absolutely. Know. So tell the children what it was like to be legendary and then be out here with the children. Well, I mean, I am mother. True. So I deal with a lot of kids. Right. A lot of kids come in and out of the way. But I must say the group of girls, the group of drag performers that we were with that I got to be so blessed to compete with were such amazing girls. Like, cons like literally the best cast I could ever have dreamt to be with. Okay, I But, just... legend. Uh... <laughs> they all knew, you know. I mean, they knew. <laughs> That's why they all stood up for the meet and greet. I mean, like, listen, because I remember when you walked in the room. I don't know if you've ever seen shock and awe before. <laughs> But I, I'm talking about face cracked, jaws dropped. I literally saw somebody go. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you can hear Anisha go, should we all go home now? Should we all go home now? Because <laughs> you walked in the room and it's like, oh, do we, should we even try? And I'm, I'm glad the delusion was hitting hard and they did try. I mean. <laughs> I, want, I want them good next to me, you know, I want to beat the best. Respect that because Anitra was not playing when it came no, to the lipstick, just free willy. No, ma'am. If you did not see the <laughs> free willy moment, because Anitra was not playing with anybody. That's why the whole season I was just like, please, please, please put Sasha and Anitra together. Television is not ready. They have to compete together. Yes. I mean, after that Lala Perusa that we I did, mean... I mean, that was like a a final two number right there. It had final to happen. Yeah. It had to happen, because the drag delusion was real. I mean, it's real. We all suffered from it a little. <laughs> Some more so than others. Mother, this, this on the, <laughs> you have to, like now y'all know for real, like I've watched the show. <laughs> I was the judge on RuPaul's Drag Race like last season, mm -hmm. like two seasons, and I was like, it has been my dream forever to be a judge on that show. So. I'm waiting. Listen, they're going to put you on All Stars. They're going to. And when all Stars are winners. All Stars are winners. <laughs> <laughs> now, because you are legendary, because you are mother, we need to know about the journey. Mm. So I do want to know that you're the first Hawaiian queen to take the crown. Yes. Actually, I think I'm the first Hawaiian queen to compete. Oh, that's actually true. Actually made this show, yeah. She's There's the first been Hawaiian... other Polynesian girls, but I'm the first representing Hawaii. Praise God. Um, so how has your Hawaiian heritage shaped you as a trans woman? Oh, well, I think being any indigenous culture, mm -hmm. there is the third sex. There right. is this level of non-binary that was always known and spoken about. Right. Uh, before, you know. Colonization. Christianity, all that. Mm -hmm. um, love you, Christians. <laughs> love you, too. <laughs> love yourselves. Anyway. Um, that's the real tea. That's the real tea. <laughs> How you gonna love anybody else? Gonna get an amen. I mean, read the word. That's uh -huh. not the point. Y'all gonna be so Anywho, mad at me. That's not the point. Tangents, yeah, tangents. Truly, tangents, tangentials. <laughs> What was the question? Um, how is... <laughs> Listen, we 
we both got distracted. Um, because you were so pretty and this jacket is shiny, and I like shiny things. Um, I was asking you how how has your Hawaiian heritage yes. shaped you as a trans woman? Well, like I was saying before, I interrupted myself. Uh, <laughs> in any indigenous culture, there was space for trans and non-binary mm -hmm. folk, and they were integral parts of our society in every uh, indigenous culture you can find. So my transness is in my blood. It's in my right. DNA. It's it's what has been going on since before any man-made religion, any any of these like standards that we hold ourselves to, any male woman, all of that. That's just. Um, a way to oppress, you know, a way to yeah. keep in line, a way to segregate everybody. And mm -hmm. uh, that's why I feel it's so important to be uh, really into your culture, like to figure out your culture, because we are always programmed to believe what our parents need us to believe instead right. of what is actually going through our veins and our DNA and our blood. Right. And then what the society at large wants you to believe, because if we go by mainstream society, then uh, none mm. of us would be able to dance. No, ma'am. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have been able to show my tits on national television. <laughs> and, and we all needed that. I mean. We all needed and that. And real tea, like, I was like, everyone saw, like, a great competition of Sasha Colby, but all my friends were like, they didn't even see Sasha Colby yet. Naked, drunk, at brunch, you know? <laughs> Rolling around half naked. I, uh, I, I think you showed us so much. Uh, <laughs> I think only doctors would need to see any more of you. <laughs> Not a cough. I mean. <laughs> Listen, if I close my eyes and they were like, okay, Sasha Colby is missing. I'm like, all right, don't you worry. <laughs> it might have to identify by our titties, but I got you. Don't you worry. I said, or, or, you know, identify by booty. Hey, listen, because <laughs> that thing is thangin'. Mermaid. And as someone Mermaid. who thang also be thangin', listen. Thangin', recognize. Thangin'. thangin'. Yes! <laughs> Women of color, especially, mm -hmm. we always have to worry about representation, mm -hmm. right? And I know you want to be an example of a happy trans person in the media. Why is that important to you? Well, all that media has been concerned with a lot of the time is um, telling the transition story, right. telling the trauma, telling the effect that it did on the family, but not showing why, why we go through all that mm -hmm. and how, how happy, like, being, being so adamant about making yourself feel comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the whole reason why we do the transition. It isn't to like hurt or harm or traumatize our families or anyone else. It is to be our true happy selves. And we are missing that a lot. That makes sense. And I, I don't want it to get like misconstrued that I, I want to be a representation of only I'm a happy trans person. Right. There are so many happy, well-adjusted, loving trans people, but you only see us getting murdered and and yes. So to be able to normalize the fact that you probably have come into contact with three or four trans people every day and not even know it. Right. Because we are everywhere and we're not going anywhere. understand that because being you know a woman of color and a plus size woman of color in this industry you spend a lot of time it's like oh well you're plus size you must be unhappy and it's like no I'm oh. not also I'm no, very the pretty. skinny girls are unhappy because they're hungry <laughs> the skinny girls are hungry but... they're very hungry girl I was at a diner at 3 a.m. and I saw this drunk white girl eating a salad and I'm like that's not what you want that's not what anyone wants you at 3 a.m. You were drunk at 3 a.m. Why are you eating lettuce? Eat the fries, girl. 
You were in a tracksuit. You're in yoga pants. It's working. Eat the fries. Drunk in a salad, you finna be sick. <laughs> now, I have to ask this question. Because we know we have to ask this question. Now, you won Drag Race at a time where drag is being politicized for absolutely no reason. <sighs> what do you think they're really trying to do? Well, I mean, the, the legislation, I, I don't want to be like political and say like this, I mean, you no, know, the conservatives, the, government, the, the conservatives, government, because you know, you know they're out here yeah. acting a donkey. Right. Yeah. Um, it's always about these white men kind of trying to control people's bodies. Right. So they're, they're we're doing, you know, uh, controlling women's reproductive rights. Right. Controlling our medicine, like a basic human right of giving trans people and like even like anyone good health care. Right. So it's always about controlling. And I always notice that these guys, they're not really killing a lot of like trans men. There's a lot of trans women being murdered. Mm. That's because these men objectify trans women as much as they objectify cis women. Yes. So once they objectify you and you're living your truth, mm -hmm. they get so mad. Yes. Because they're one, jealous that they're not living their truth. Yes. And two, because it makes them question why do I like this? Why, like, but why do you have to question that? Why does that even have to be a thing, you know? So. For all of them, just, I think they just want to be in drag. Or they probably went in drag, yes. and then they looked awful. Santos. Well, <laughs> listen, you hop in drag, you find out you're a booger, and you... Bitter. Bitter, bitter booger, honey. Bitter booger. Honey. And you're like, you know Ban what? All. <laughs> this free trust wig might not so be for me. She couldn't find a mother. She couldn't, she couldn't find, find a mother. They said, no, lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> now... Call CPS. Listen, call CPS. <laughs> oh my goodness, nothing like calling CPS on a 45-year-old man. <laughs> it's like not on his children, sir. On you. You need adult supervision. Uh huh. This is true. This is true. So, with all these anti-drag bills that they're starting to pass places, has that affecting where you can work? Uh, yes. Um, I'm a little nervous to go to Tennessee, and I do have a booking there in like a month or so. Um, you could be committing crime. I mean, technically. Walking, like, setting foot down there, I'm breaking the law for some reason, you know? It's insane. Even when you're in There's, girl drag? Well, like, so if you are, I, I'm, I'm not too sure exactly, but I've heard from my queen friends, like Aura, she lives mm -hmm. in Tennessee, like, you can get in drag at the venue. But to be out, like, walking from your car to the venue, if you're in drag, you're breaking the law. So someone like me who doesn't, it, this is what it's made for. I can't get out of drag. I'm trans woman. Because so you're a I'm woman. I'm going to be breaking the law, and that's what they want. Oh, because they're trying to it's say It's a roundabout you're... way to get trans people uh, controlled. So they're trying to say you're in drag when you're yeah. really just well, wearing the, a the woman's... legislation, I believe, like, the, the, the wording is if you're in an article of clothing that is not your assigned birth article of clothing, that's how they can roundabout say that drag is illegal, and then the real thing is being trans is illegal. Oh, that I did. Y'all didn't know that? Girl. They live in New York. They think they free. I know. We live in a, we live in a good left bubble. It's a, listen, I've had a lot of people try to con me and tell me that New York wasn't racist. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like y'all know where all the Dominicans are? Okay, that's not racist anyway. If you know where every part of a group is, it's racist. I shouldn't be able to roll. Oh, I go across that street. That's where they at. But you know what? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Sasha Colby right oh, now. Nice. <laughs> this, is a, this is a segment of tangents. I mean, 
listen, I am tangential. I'm a tangerine. Ooh. So. I'm tangential. <laughs> oh, they messed around and taught me vocabulary. Now, all right. Now, we have talked about all of the, the political things. Yes. We have talked about the experiences. But what I do have is one final question for you, mother. If I was in the family, mm. what would my drag name be? Oh, I mean, Dulce's already a sickening drag name. I hear you! <laughs> and Dulce Kobe sounds really nice. Dulce, I'm a Kobe! Dulce Kobe, oh, I just gave birth again. <laughs> Some, somebody clean up this water just broke, honey. Listen, all the water, all the water that broke. Listen, somebody get this placenta wrapped up. I'm ready! Kobe, <laughs> uh, baby. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Drag Defense Fund. Drag performers in the LGBTQ plus community are facing threats across the country. Learn more and donate at the link below. Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. 
It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.